If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community Howdy folks and welcome to another episode of Paranormal Universe. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing this creature, legendary creature. Um, some say he's you know, part of the mythological creature genre. Um, close relation to... Um, Skinwalker, so if you haven't taken a guess, um, I'm going to be talking about the Wendigo. Now, <clears throat> I know I did the episode on the Skinwalker based on the Navajo nation. The Wendigo is... Um, from the First Nation Algonquin tribe um, that are based in the northern forests of Nova Scotia, the east coast of Canada, the Great Lakes um, region of Canada, and the United States. Now, like I said, he is a mythological creature, evil spirit, as they would say. Um, the Wendigo is a monster with uh, some characteristics of a human or as a spirit who has possessed a human being um, and made them look monstrous. Its influence is said to invoke actions of murder, unsustainable greed, 
cannibalism, um, and other such behaviors. The creature um, also lends its name to another controversial modern medical term, Wendigo psychosis, described by a psychiatrist as a cultural bond syndrome um, with symptoms such as intense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. Hmm. So you may be experiencing Wendigo psychosis if you have an intense craving for human flesh. Well, would that be something like that uh, incident that happened in Florida with the homeless dude eating that guy's face? Could that be the zombie case? Or would you say that would be the Wendigo psychosis? Because, you know, he did turn into a cannibal. So, interesting. So, let's give, let me give you some background info on the Wendigo. Um, the Wendigo is said to be part of a traditional belief system um, of, of a number of Algonquin-speaking tribes, including the Ojibwe, um, the Cree, the Nasakapi, and the Inu. I'm going, like I said in previous um, episodes, I will butcher a name to the point of no return. So if you happen to be um, from these nations, I apologize. I don't mean to butcher it, but I did. Okay, so don't don't kill me. Although um, descriptions can vary uh, somewhat, common in all culture is the view of that the Wendigo is a malevolent cannibalistic supernatural being and they are associated with the winter, the north, the coldness, famine, and starvation. Well, I can see. I can see that. And that would make sense. According to Basil Johnston, who is an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario, um, Canada, he states that the Wendigo looks like a gaunt, looks gaunt to the point of emancipation. The skin is pulled tightly over the bones, with the bones pushing out against it. Um, its complexion is like an ashy gray, almost looks corpus-like. Its eyes are pushed back deep into the sockets. Um, and it is, it looks more like a skeleton who was recently disinterred from the grave. Its lips um, are tattered and bloody, um, unclean and suffering from separation of the flesh. It gives off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. So if you are standing out by the lake and you see a Wendigo or you smell a Wendigo, what would you do? Like seriously, what would you do? 
I mean, I probably hightail it out, but part of me wants to say, I'll take a picture of it, so people can say, oh, some people can be like, I got a picture of the Wendigo, so y'all know that the Wendigo's real, here's the picture, then again, people are going to be like, oh, that looks so fake, but really, what would you do? Um with the Wendigo, how would you, um, how would you handle it if you came across one in real life? In the Ojibwe, the Eastern Cree, the, the West Main Swampy Cree, and the Nasakate, and Inu lore, I told you I was going to butcher them, don't, hold, don't, don't hate me. The Wendigos are often described as giants. They are um, many times larger than the human counterparts, um, which isn't present in the Algonquian um, lore. Um, whenever a Wendigo eats another person, it could grow in proportion to the meal that it had just eaten. So it could never be full. Therefore, the Wendigo are portrayed to be simultaneously gluttonous, gluttonous, and extremely thin due to their starvation. So they are never full. They grow as big as what they eat. Um. That would make a killer diet. I know that sounds so wrong on so many levels, but that would make a killer diet. Eat, grow, get as big as what you eat. Minus all the other bad things that come along with the Wendigo. Um, the Wendigo is seen, um, again, according to their lore, that the Wendigos is an embodiment of gluttony, greed, excess, never satisfied after killing and consuming one person. They are constantly searching for new victims. Now, I get that they're trying to um, look for food, but if they're never full, yeah, that, then yeah, I see why they're always looking for food. Um, Human Wendigos, the cannibals. Um, in some traditions, overpowered by greed, could turn into Wendigos. The myth thus served as a, myth, a method of encouraging corruption and moderation. Um, while others say, the Wendigos were created when a human resorted to cannibalism to survive. Humans could also turn into Wendigos um, by being in contact with one for too long. Okay, so if I eat another human, I'm a Wendigo. But if I'm hanging out with a Wendigo, I'll turn into a Wendigo. 
that makes a catch 22. Now, here's a case of a Wendigo or Wendigos. Now, um, Wendigo psychosis. Back in 1878, um, there was reported of uh, a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner. During that winter, Swift Runner and his family were starving, and his older son died. Um, yeah, that winter, his son died. They were 25 miles away from emergency food supply at the Hudson Bay Company. 25 miles away. Seems like a distance, but they were close to food. But no. Swiftwater said, nope, I don't think so. Um, he butchered and ate his wife and his five remaining kids. Um, Swift Runner basically killed his entire family and ate them. Um, given that he did resort to cannibalism so much uh, that he was yet so close to food supply, it was believed that he um, suffered from the Wendigo psychosis. Now, I, I, I get it. It's winter. It's eighteen seventy-eight. Um, you have no forms of, you know, vehicles or whatever. And maybe it was too cold to go out in the snow and walk 25 miles to the emergency food location. So you basically turn, kill your wife, and eat your kids. But it doesn't state about his remorse. It doesn't state how you feel. Um, I, I, I would at least try to make an effort to go out and, and get food because really I don't just, I don't see it as killing my family to eat. Yeah. There's another well-known case involving the Wendigo psychosis. Um, was with uh, Jack Fiddler, an OG Cree chief of medicine man, known for his powers at defeating the Wendigos. And in some cases, um, uh, killing those people with the Wendigo psychosis. Now, in that particular case, him and his brother were arrested and charged with murder um, for killing 
good people with windicose psychosis. Uh, Jack ended up dying. Um, his brother got a pardon, but ended up also dying um, three days after he received word that he was pardoned. Um, it's difficult for people to understand the Wendigo psychosis. Um, psychiatrists are trying to figure that one out. But at the same time, you have to kind of figure out, wonder what's going on in the person's mind. What is leading them to go out and eat another person? Like, I can make a joke out of it, like, say, <laughs> you know, like, how does, what does a person taste like? Does it taste like rabbit, chicken, snake? What, what do they taste like? But at the same time, I look at it as it's a serious mental issue, per se. Um, I could be totally wrong, um, but I don't know. Again, if you encountered a Wendigo, what would you do? How would you react? Um, is it something that you would run from? Is it something that you would try to uh, capture and, you know, give it to science to study? But what is there to study? It's a human that is emancipated or emaciated, whatever the word is, and what are they going to study? All they can study is, or try to get to, is why did you do it? You can try to figure out the thought process, but at the same time, are you going to get a legit answer from them? Probably not. So what do you think? Honestly, what, what do you think of the Wendigo? I would seriously like to know your thought process on the Wendigo. Do you believe that they exist? Do you believe the Algonquians? Um version of the Wendigo, or do you believe the um, or do you believe the other nations? The Ojibwe, the Cree, the Nasakape, and the Inu and what they think of the Wendigo. Because I just, this one is kind of tricky because people say they've seen the Wendigo, people have encountered the Wendigo, but again, there's no proof, no documentation of the Wendigo, it's just hearsay. 
So in my eyes, if there's no proof and documentation that doesn't exist, and that's how I am with a lot of things. You gotta, you know, show me proof, show me documentation. And there's nothing of that sort, and it doesn't really exist. So you show me. Now, I may be wrong, and, you know, there may be listeners out there that have seen, you know, a Wendigo, or have seen a Skinwalker, or have seen Bigfoot. Um, I'm not going to call them liars, because what they see with their eyes is what they see with their eyes. You know, and it's difficult even, you know, you you come across something, you take a picture, or you're not even thinking about taking a picture because you're in awe and trying to figure out what the hell am I looking at? What are my eyes looking at? And it's not that easy, in my opinion, to remember to grab your camera. Because a lot of people, in a time like that, don't grab their camera. They don't, because um, they're in shock. They're almost like paralyzed. So, with that being said, what do you think the Wendigo, um, what do you think about the Wendigo? Do you believe he exists? Do you believe it's a figment of imagination? Just the, you know, old folk tale from the nations? Um, I'm curious to know. Inquiring minds would like to know. Uh, so, you know, leave leave a comment below and that way I can check them out. Um, we all we all want to to read about your your comments, your opinions on the subject. Um, also don't forget to like and share and subscribe the podcast. I would really appreciate if you guys would, you know, like, like the podcast. It helps with the ratings. Uh, with this quarantine crap, um, there are a lot of famous people who are creating podcasts, and they bring over their millions and millions and millions of fans over to the podcast system. And every independent, every small podcaster, no matter how, um, how many listeners you have or how many um, followers you have get bumped down significantly in the ratings. So if you all can, you know, subscribe, like, and share the, the episodes, not just for my podcast, but for all the podcasts you listen to, um, that would greatly help all of us move up in the ratings. Um, it's wonderful that people want to join the podcast community. It's wonderful. But it's also shitty when you are a celebrity or an actor or an actress and you come over to the podcast community and all of a sudden you were up there in the ratings and now you're in the triple digits um, due to everybody bumping you down. So if you guys can kindly rate, subscribe, share, like the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, still working on the listeners 
uh, episode. So please, if you have any ghost stories, true or fake, doesn't really matter. Um, don't forget to send them to paranormalbuzzfeed at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta under the same um, uh, at paranormalbuzzfeed. Um, yeah, paranormalbuzzfeed. Um, let's see. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, feel free to send us an email and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, stay safe and don't forget to keep it ghosting. You girl out. See you all later. Bye.